0: Hello and welcome to the episode of M Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada, And we're back, as promised in the previous episode, with uh, your review opinions like time spent with the recent pokemon sword and shield dlc was it yes. the crown tundra is that the, right
1: the crown tundra yeah this is mm. the second of the of the two dlc that you got in the expansion pass in inverted mm. commas which is really just a way of saying you're buying two dlc and yeah. one isn't one isn't out yet
0: <laughs> essentially <laughs> i do wish they would just be a bit more forthcoming about that but i can also see why marketing that wouldn't be as easy yeah yeah <laughs> so i remember you were relatively positive about the previous one the isle of armor yes uh, but you maybe i think you said like it didn't have quite as much as you wanted in it like it was a little bit empty in places is that right yeah
1: i it was it was definitely it was good it was a decent dlc um there was sort of you know there was an interesting story and there was obviously loads of new pokemon and and that kind of thing it wasn't you know it was just a bit more content essentially mm-hmm. um and with the crown tundra the crown tundra feels very fan service okay because the concept is basically it's all about all the legendary pokemon all right uh and essentially you go to the crown tundra and you are sort of put on this very loose story arc um to find all of the legendary pokemon and this is like an area where all the legendary pokemon live uh, mysteriously
0: and so i'm like only one of certain some of these pokemon though what do you mean sorry well i like, aren't there only like isn't there only like one living example oh yeah of yeah yeah but these? we just god you pokemon's long past you don't that's that's <laughs> long I understand past that, the like, idea of everything being legendary quote-unquote pokemon I just like rare pokemon that there aren't very many or I mean, very I have like, three Mew in my box like well, okay we can ignore that <laughs> right that's fine but i like, still i thought like there was only supposed to be like one mewtwo for example because it was like a genetic right. clone or something. Yeah, yeah 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 absolutely so but but this the, they've got rid of that. that's but ignore thing. that dlc like, to sell
1: yeah it's too much too much of a game for that to be real right so yeah and you're put on this kind of loose arc of, of going and finding all these legendary pokemon and that's basically the dlc like it's this kind of snowy area that i sort of think is maybe meant to be a bit like scotland or something because that was lots actually like... going to
0: be my primary question right because one of the things that i liked about sword and cheer was the fact that it was based on the uk obviously mm. and how it, the main game seems to do quite a good job of sort of representing different areas of the yeah. uk right how how does the DLC sort of like both of them in fairness stack up to kind of maintaining that and sort of deepening that referencing?
1: I, it definitely doesn't deepen it. I think it kind of maintains it. But the thing is, is that both
0: DLCs
1: are almost exclusively wild area, right? right? So there's no towns, there's no cities, there's no villages and stuff like that, like there was in the in the main game. So in the in the Isle of Armor, there was there was really nothing. There was like a train station and a dojo and that was it. Hmm. And I guess it was meant to be based on Ireland. Yeah. Uh, and then the Crown Tundra weirdly is south on the map, that's but weird. is snowy. So I think is kind of meant to be Scotland. And there's like one little village. So you don't really get a feeling of like, it's a particular area, but based on the fact that it's a mixture of snow and like mountains and kind of yeah. hills and stuff, I'm like, that's probably Scotland. But, yeah, like I, I guess the easiest way, one of the easiest uh, sound bites, haha, to <laughs> use when thinking about the Crown Tundra is that there are no Pokemon, there are no trainer battles. Okay. At, at all. There's not a single trainer battle in it. And so that gives you an idea of the kind of style of the content yeah. in that it is really all about catching Pokemon. Uh, and there are two main, and to be clear, I haven't played some of the end games dlc content which is that there's like a new um kind of like tournament right and so i guess that's where the, the the trainer battles come in but okay for the duration of this the sort of story up to the point where the map stops telling you where to go so yep. to speak yeah, yeah. um you basically yeah you just you just catch all the legendary pokemon like it's mm. like the the legendary the three legendary birds you've got all the reggies including a couple of new ones right um, there's a new legendary Pokemon. There's a couple of places where you have to make a choice, so you would need to trade to get the other one, yeah, so there's like two new reggies and you would have to trade to get one, and there's two new legendary horse things and you have to you'd have to choose. but then there's also this like Dynamax raid den thing hmm. which you can go into, and it's quite long and it's quite hard. You rent a Pokemon and you go through this maze. Where you choose a path, like left or right, you it's like a max raid. So you do it online usually, and you can choose. You defeat a Pokemon. It tells you what type the Pokemon's going to be in that place. You go there, you defeat it, hopefully, uh, and you get to choose whether to keep it or not. Uh, and at the end of the of the maze is a legendary Pokemon. Okay, right. So like Ho-Oh or Lugia or Kyogre or or literally any of them, right? Yeah. But, including a few i think maybe there's some non-legendaries as well i don't know i haven't looked at the full list uh and so basically you can just keep grinding through this this dungeon to just get you can't you don't get to choose but if you fail you do get to choose to fight the same one again once you've seen it which is quite nice so like for example like i still haven't got Kyogre because it's really hard Uh, and so i've been through like three times i think trying to get it um, just with randoms from the internet who all apparently really suck and do not like even knowing that the water there's a water Pokemon at the end don't pick the routes to get like grass Pokemon or electric Pokemon like I'm like guys guys please don't try it. please don't vote on us going towards the fire
0: Pokemon that's not oh, going to help in a minute it's so bad I like the idea though He kind of it's got very much a sort of like a a wow instance like mini yeah, dungeon feel no, to it that's 100%. cool hundred percent that's a nice idea and I like the fact that they've actually They've put a little bit of thought about how they're going to give you access to all these legendaries that weren't already in the base game of Sword and Shield, which I'm assuming is the whole point, right? It's to get them into the game. Yeah, and we're getting to the point now where, you know, sort of
1: taking a step back from the Crown Tundra specifically and thinking about what Pokemon Sword and Shield now is, there are hardly any Pokemon left that aren't included, Hmm. right? Because now that this has also obviously added loads of Pokemon in in the new wild area, and you've got all these new legendaries that you can get, and it's like, there's really that was one of the biggest things right that people whinged about and i'm pretty certain that we said on octal fm that frankly it's to sell dlc right they're locking back pokemon so that they can put them in later um and that's exactly what they've done and there's really there's hardly any left like Mm. there really isn't it's ones you don't care about (laughs) yeah just like randoms basically but yeah like it's um it is like i say it really is fan service like the fact that they've done like this like you say like almost like an instance dungeon that you can just grind for all the legendaries mm. and the whole point of it is just going around catching all the legendaries and like i say there is a tournament at the end that i haven't done so i am missing a little piece of the puzzle yeah but you know i think it it's it was fun i think the isle of armor was better um, right because that actually had some story and sort of there was you know it felt like there was something there and it felt a lot less that wasn't fan service right that was like a new experience quest line this is just we know you want the legendaries go get the legendaries
0: like you can have them all (laughs) they're all yours now adding Um, more content to the base game as opposed to sort of crafting a brand new experience yeah
1: exactly exactly and because it's just a wild area it's like there's no new towns there's no new people you know very few like people to interact
0: with more lore to explore or anything like that yeah
1: so it's it's missing all of that kind of thing But uh, don't get me wrong, like, I really... It further cements my feeling that Pokemon Sword and Shield are some of the best Pokemon games Mm. ever. You know, really, now you've got this as well. You know, yeah, exactly. That's my hot take. Like, you've got all of... There's so many more. You've now got, like, almost all the Pokemon. There's a load of stuff to do now. If I imagine playing Sword and Shield from the start, going through that whole story, and then also having the Isle of Armour to do afterwards, and also having the Crown Tundra to do afterwards... I'm like, man, that's so much post-game content mm. now that you've got in this game, uh, that that is huge. Like, mm. that's a ma- that's now a massive game. If you start from fresh, um, there's a lot to do now in the Good. in Sword and Shield.
0: Well, I'm glad that you've actually enjoyed it because I was, a, hmm. I must say, I was sceptical. Um, I've 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 continued to remain sceptical of Pokemon in recent years, hmm. but it does sound like they've they've done what people wanted with it, and they haven't cheaped people out necessarily yeah despite um, people
1: thinking that they were right that was kind of this, you know it was fairly negatively received right mm. and early on you know when they were like oh yeah there's not going to be all the pokemon and all of this kind of thing but you know we know why it's because they wanted to sell dlc yeah. and, and and to be honest i would rather keep playing sword and shield than have to buy like a new one yeah you know what what sword shield crossbow or something yeah, like, yeah i don't know yeah, like yeah, yeah. like i do not want to play the game again yeah which you don't is want the to play traditional play the,
0: approach, the, the right? traditional like yeah next level version up of the same game yeah yeah then maybe nintendo are going to now ruin my, my yeah, positive feelings by they releasing will. one of those but i'm sure they will do you think there'll be more dlc however
1: i don't know i think that they might want They might have plans for those remaining 100 or so Pokemon that aren't available. Mm. You know, it's like that feels like that's a DLC package worth of extra that you can tack on to finish to round off the whole Pokédex. So I think that there will be something else that could be having just, you know, said it out loud. That could be the special edition, right? Well, maybe the special, special edition. edition could just
0: be effectively a game of the year edition with all the DLC part of it, right? Yeah, and then maybe some extra. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're going to sort of
1: do a simultaneous release of like a little bit of DLC and a, like you say, game of the year edition. I, yeah, I would be surprised if they don't do something else. I feel like they've got enough time mm. in the kind of franchise, so to speak. Um, mm. And. Yeah, but yeah, it's I've I've very much enjoyed my time with, with good. Pokemon as That's a positive. whole. I'm,
0: I'm glad it's been positive.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: Well, thank you very much for for fulfilling the promise of you know letting <laughs> us know about your opinions <laughs> on the old Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, if anything does come up in future, we'll almost certainly talk about it again because it's always yep. a good good little chat. But until next time, I'm Saffron and I'm Gelada and catch you again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon.